Shalom, my brother. Rabbi Mezaches Gitten Daf Nun Dal. Today's Daf continues our discussion of Machlokes of Meir and Yehuda, whether we put a knas on a shoygig or to mazid. We try to bring riot against Rabbi Meir's knas on a shoygig. We ask us steers on Rabbi Yehuda on Rabbi Yosi. Now we have a new mission of discussing whether we believe a koyin who says that he was mefagel or metame is carbon. There are different claims that someone was. Did something wrong? Are they possible? Or do we believe them? We begin by asking a steer on Rabbi Meir. Because we said there a mayor puts a knas on their abonons. Rabbi Hudo is the one that says we put a on their raisas. We have a raisa that tells us that if someone plants on Shabbos, Isser the raisa of Zerea, if he does it bishoigeg, then we leave the plants in the ground. We don't knas them to pull it out. If he planted a bimeza, then we do uproot them. That's first case, Reisha. Next, in the Seifa and the Brisa, we learn that if someone plants during Shemitah, also in the Stadaraisa, whether he does it Bemezid or Bishoigeg, Rabbi Meir says we uproot it. Rabbi Huda disagrees. He says that on Shemitah, Bishoigeg, we could leave it in. Bemezid, we uproot it. And on Shabbos, we uproot it no matter what. You see, Rabbi Meir is telling us that during Shemitah and Stadaraisa, we would knas him on a Shoigeg. The Gemara points out that you could even ask a Kashmine Ubey in the Brisa because. Both Shabbos and Shviyas are Daraisa, but on Shabbos, Rameir is saying, there's no Knas Bishoigig, and on Bashmita he is Knasing Bishoigig planting. So, just me and we have a Kasha. So, my answer is over there, we had a special reason, Rameir said, because Kleisrael counts from Shmita. We're always going to backtrack our calendar and date it back to Shmita. So, we're going to put a Knas on the person who planted on Shmita, because everyone's going to remember. That this plant, this tree that we that we left in the ground is from Shemitah. That's why we're going to uproot it because we don't want the planting of Shemitah to be remembered. But if some plants on Shabbos, we don't count from Shabbosim. We have another answer that people are more choshed on Shabbos than they are on Shabbos. Why do we need a second answer? Oh, because maybe every now and then there's going to be a year where exactly 30 days before Rosh Hashanah, the last day that one is allowed to plant before Shemitah, it is a Shabbos. So if the guy planted it on that day, that and Shabbos, the one 30 days before Shemitah, if we leave it in, people are going to say, wait, well, why is this still here? They'll say, oh, no, I planted it 30 days before Shoshana. And people wouldn't count back to it. That's why we bring a second answer. They know people are chosheed on Shemitah, but not on Shabbos. And then people will, will talk or remember that he planted it on Shabbos. That's why we bring a second reason for that once in a blue moon scenario. The Gemara also says that we don't have a kasha of Yehuda. Why does he say that you can leave the plant in there when he planted it during Shemitah? Because in Rabbi Yehuda's place where he lived, they were extremely machmer on Shemitah. And we don't, he didn't feel the need to apply knasim to strengthen it. Because there was a, a back and forth that happened. Someone called his friend the Ger, son of a Ger, which is a tremendous insult and Osir, Midoy Raisa. The Ger responded, oh yeah, well at least I don't eat fruit on Shemitah like you. Like Shemitah was a very big thing in that place. So now the Gemara brings a number of rayas against four rayas uh, trying to slug up Rameya. Right? We learned that if someone eats Truma Tameya, he has to pay back Chulin to Hayri. If he pay back Chulin Tameyan, what's the halacha? So Sumcha says in the name of Rebbe Meir that if he paid this back Beshoigeg, then it's a valid payment. But if he did it Bemezid, it's not. The Chachamim say either way, it's a good payment, but he still has to pay again from Chulin Tahirin. And over there we asked, okay, Bemezid. We're not going to count his payment of Chulin Tmein as a proper payment. Why is it not a good payment? He stole something, Chuma Tmeya, which the Koyin cannot eat ever. And he's paying back with Chulin Tmein, which the Koyin can eat while he's Tomei. Why is that not a good payment? That's a pretty good deal. 
Rava says, uh, some say Kadiz says it, that there's actually a piece of this price myth. Really what it says is that if the guy eats Truma Tomeo and he pays back whatever, that's a valid payment, no matter what he pays back. Because really, he stole something which was unedible in, in any state. But if he eats Truma Tohiro and he pays back Chulun Tohirin, or rather, he has to pay back Chulun Tohirin for eating Truma Tohiro. Because you're right, Truma Tomeo is an on. But if he a- ate Truma Tohiro and he pays back Chulin Temeyin, over there, Sumcha says, in the name of Rameir, that Beshoigig, he has to pay. If he did a Beshoigig, that's a valid payment, the Chulin Temeyin. But if you ate a Bemezid, that Chulin Temeyin is not good enough. He has to pay back Chulin Tohirin. The Chachamim say, either way, his payment's a payment, but he still has to pay back Chulin Tohirin. So he loses out double. Rav Achab, right, Rav Ika says, they're arguing, and whether we are Koines, whether we find someone Shoigig or Tumezid, that we're worried that he might do a Bemezid, that Rameir holds. You don't give him a knas. Since your mayor is not knasing even mid Rabbanon. And the Chacham I'm saying we are. Kasha and mayor. I thought mayor says that we do give a knas on Shogigin. The Gemara says, over there a mayor didn't want to knas him. Specifically because this guy is coming to pay back the chulin to him uh, that he ate. Well, we're going to give him a knas for coming and paying back. So the Gemara tries slug number mayor a second way. We learn that if the dam of a carbon becomes tome and they still sprinkle it. If they do it gig, that carbon is still valid. But if they bemaze it, this coin goes and sprinkles the blood that was tome, then that coin that, that carbon is invalid. You see that even Bishoigig, Stamishnas Rameir holds that even Bishoigig, we don't give Maknas. Again, Rameir answers, look, this guy is trying to just get a kapara. It was totally Bishoigig. So well, I'm gonna give him a knas for just trying to do a, a regular carbon. Third Kasha against Rameir, we learned that if someone takes off Meiser on Shabbos, which is also Makabapatish, if he does a Bishoyegeg, he's allowed to eat that food, but Rameir that he's not. I want to give him a Knas that he's not allowed to eat it if he does a Bishoyegeg, according to Rameir. The Quran answers again, this guy is just trying to make his food edible, taking off Meiser. He's trying to do a mitzvah. So I'm going to give him a Knas because he messed up by mistake. Fourth, Kasha and Rameir, if someone toivels his Kalem on Shabbos, Nachamal, it's also. The Stam Mishnah Mayor says, You're allowed to use those, Caleb. If you did, did this to Vila on Shabbos, then you can't. I, why don't we knas and Bishoyegeg? They shouldn't be allowed to use them. So again, the guy is just trying to be Matire as Caleb. That's his full intention. And there was a Shoyegeg that he did it wrong. He did it on Shabbos. What? So we're going to give him a knas? The Gemara moves on from challenging her mayor and says, Hold on, let's look at Rabbi Yehuda. We have a kasha on Rabbi Yehuda giving knasim on their Because we have a brisa that says, if some crushed walnuts fall from orla, fall into chulin, into nuts that are mutter, whether it, whether it lands in their shagig or bemezid, according to a mayor, it will not be bottle. But Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yoisi and Rabbi Shimon say that if it falls in bishoygig, then it will be bottle bemezid. Like the Gemara orla, we're talking about dinim of deraisa. It'll be bottled the roiv. The rabbanon are only got, uh, are only make a gzera, and yet Rabbi Yehuda is still making a knas that it shouldn't be bottled. But over here, Rabbi Yehuda had a special reason why he made his knas. You're right; in general, he wouldn't. But over here, we don't want the guy to do it b'meizid and claim that he was doing it b'shayig. So he made a gzera shayig to meizid. Frag the Gemara. We have a kash on Rabbi Yosi. Rabbi Yosi was with Rabbi Yehuda by the nuts falling in. He said that it will be bottled the shayig. We have a mission that if someone plants orla or klayim and it gets mixed in with all of his other trees, he shouldn't harvest 
those fruits, leave them attached. While they're attached, they're chashav, then it won't be bottle. But once you take it off, it'll be bottle one in 200. Right, that, that, that would be an act of being mavatal and ishadachatchila. So don't turn it, pull, pull them off, don't harvest them. But if you do, it is bottle as long as he didn't have that in mind. Rabbi Yossi says, even if he did have kavano, he did it amazing, it's still bottle. Ah, uh, Rabbi Yossi over there said it's not by the nuts. He said that it's not bottle if he does it amazing. Now, by the tree of Arla, he's saying if it's amazing, it is bottle. Gemara answers. Rova explains this. He says we have a chazaka that a person doesn't want to answer his entire field, right? Like uh, Rova, Rav Yochanan says that we have a chazaka that a person doesn't want, want to answer his entire vineyard with one planting. He's not trying to destroy his entire field by having one arla plant. Now we have a mission that says that kehanim who make their kodshim, the carbon that they're that they're working with pigle on purpose. They have the wrong kavanas for the wrong zman. They are chayiv if they do a b'mezid. That carbon is on them. In the Gemara, we learned that if a person was, the Koyin was working with Taharis of the Israel, right? he's the Shliach, and he says, you know, these, this Taharis that I, that I make for you, this carbon that I did for you, I, it was all Tomei. Or if he's working with, with Karbanas, and he said, I made it all Pigel. Right? So I made your Taharis of Tomei, or he claims that I made your carbon into Pigel. We trust the Koyin. However, if he says that a long time ago, remember I was working with your Tahara stuff, your Torah stuff, I was Matamid. Or remember I was working with the Kabanas, I made it Pagel. There we don't believe him. Why? Why would it be different now than if he's making a claim that back then I did it? So Abayi says, since he has the ability to do it now, we trust him that what he just did ruined the Tahara, ruined the Pagel, ruined the Carbon. Rava says, if we're talking about way back then, he looked at it back then and he didn't make any claims back then. Now that he's bringing up the claims, now we're not going to be making them. And the Gemara brings a story. There was someone who told his friend, you know that those taharas that I was working with, your stuff, from a while back, I was actually matam at them. When they brought this case to Rabbi Ami, he said, the, the rule is that we don't trust him from back then. So Rabbi Asi tells Rabbi Ami, that's how you're passing Rabbi Yoichanan says in the name of Rabbi Yoisi, that the Tyra believes the Kahanim. When do we believe the Kahanim? Rabbi Barbisni says, if a coin Godol, Onyam Kipper, says that he ruined his carbon, he said that it was Pigel, we trust him. We start over again. That we learn from a pasuk of He was the only person there. It must be that we're trusting the Kayan when the Kayan God all to say that his carbon on Yom Kippur was possible. The Kamar says, uh, maybe that's not a raya. Rabbi Ami says, maybe we actually heard him saying, oh, I'm going to make this into pickle. I'm going to be makr, uh, you know, eat this beyond this man. The Kamar says, hearing him say that doesn't, isn't, doesn't necessarily make it automatically pickle. Maybe he was saying that after he totally finished the carbon and he's just pulling our leg or something like that. The Gemara says, no, we could say that he was, that we actually watched him, you know, we were able to peek in, even though no person's allowed to be there, but you, you can peek through the peephole and watch him doing it. And if we see that he's being mafagalit while doing the carbon, you see that we do trust the carbon. So this is Takakasha. Why, why don't we believe the Kayan to say that he was matame or mafagal, something that he did a while ago? Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.